This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Max Rossman Podcast. Has Alistair Black's role at TakeOver faded to black? Has the beast broken Paul Heyman? So you've not spoken to Brock Lesnar at all since last week? No. And R-Truth knows how to get to SummerSlam. Same way everyone else does. I'm going to pin Carmella. Turn it to 11. We're taking it to the max. Justin Podcast episode 178 with Dazzy Dangerously and of course the podcast machine slash knowledge champion Mike Lackin. Uh, Butcher is not with us this week, he wasn't with us last week, but I can tell you exactly where he's been. The Butcher has been busy recruiting for the upcoming promo climax, which you would have heard about if you follow us on uh, Max Wrestling Interactive or even if you're part of RWT. More news coming up on that later on. Uh, Mike, mm-hmm. there's a new title on the horizon. Now, okay, I'm still the Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion, right? Yes. Now we got another title coming, right? Right. You know I'm a very fighting champion, right? Right. Can someone just give me some competition? <laughs> but you, you killed the competition. I do kill the competition. <laughs> I'm asking for someone to actually give me a competition because I know Kenny, as always, is going to give me competition. I know Amir will try to give me competition, but will, I'm begging somebody. Will somebody give me competition? I feel like Braun Strowman. I want some competition. This is like when he was squashing <laughs> James Ellsworth or and all these other people. I want some competition. I feel like Nia Jax when she was killing girls, and then all of a sudden here comes Bailey or Sasha or someone who actually give her a fight. I want some competition. Or somebody's gonna get these hands. Hands. <laughs> oh man. Or I, I freaking feel like those three guys that got squashed by the Bludgeon Brothers. Will somebody give me competition? I'm the Bludgeon Brothers killing those three people. <laughs> and did you see that friggin' ridiculousness that was so funny about that? With the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Yes. Those three guys, they're like, oh, with what they're wearing, is that a shot at WWE for to Santino Morello because of the fact that, you know, they're wearing something similar to Santino? And, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, I don't, you think WWE gives a shit that Santino Morello and Anthony Corelli was on Impact TV and he got laid out by Killer Cross and one of his students wrestled Austin Aries and he hit Austin Aries in the nuts? You think WWE no. even knows Santino is in Impact right now? Yeah, nobody fucking cares. Like, stop it, all right? Oh, my God. It's just so fucking dumb. And then, you know, just, oh, speaking of impact, guess who's on the teleconference? As we're recording this, guess who's on the teleconference today? Oh, wait, did you tell me last week? Uh, no, last oh, week okay. was LAX. Who is it this week? Tessa Blanchard. Ah, 
which that's very cool. But then you see how the impact was. Oh, everybody's going to ask your WWE questions. Well, first and foremost, of course you're going to ask her that, number one. And number two, a part of her career was being in the first inaugural uh, May Young Classic. And number three, the girl is flat out said on Twitter that she wants to fight Kyrie Sane again in Charlotte. So, I mean, you can't, like, you know, fault her for what she said. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. And I'm going to say this right now. Hashtag just saying. In two years, you'll probably see her in the WWE anyway, so. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised because uh, who else is uh, being in contact now? Sienna? Well, that we heard Sienna, this week, who spent all of 2017 trashing WWE and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, spoiler alert, I think her and one Ashley Rain, Madison Rain, are not going to have very long um, reigns, so to speak, pun intended, in the Mae Young Classic. But hey, they get an opportunity. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, der for der. they just go into the opening round and that's it. Well, it's an opportunity. It's eyes on them. Look, at, okay, I'll be honest with you, dude. Look at who I've interviewed. I've interviewed Renee Michelle and Zeta, who are in the inaugural Mayan Classic. They didn't last long, but they, what, you know what they got? They got an opportunity. When opportunity knocks, you take that shit. Damn straight. Like, friggin', how would you not want to? And it's named after Mae Young, who is a trailblazer for what women's divi- you know, for what women have and what the women's division has become. So why would you not want to participate in that? Yeah, and we've said it plenty of times. I mean, whether we like it or not, WWE is the biggest exposure. It's yeah, got the most that, eyes on it, whether we like it or not. Yes, and you know what that brings me to, right? Ooh, I wait with bated breath. Well, then we have, like, who's actually on the Impact Wrestling roster as far as the women go now since the oh, loss. Let me get out my uh, abacus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is who we have now as far as the uh, women go, and are you ready for this? I don't think it's going to take long, but yes. Okay, so with the loss of Sienna and Ashley Rain, Madison Rain, here is who we currently have on the female wrestling side of things for Impact. A woman who's back in the ring, who I really don't give a damn about, Alicia Edwards, the wife of Eddie Edwards, mm-hmm. Allie, Diamante, Katarina, Kiara Hogan, Rebel, Rosemary, who's out, Scarlett Bordeaux, Sue Young, Taya Valkyrie, and Tessa Blanchard. That is the knockouts division right now. Oh, oh speaking of Kiara Hogan, that's another one. Yes. Um, oh, Amber Moon's ripping her off. That. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. What the hell happened there? <laughs> it, I, what, what is it? The red hair? Oh yeah, because she's it? the girl on fire. And that itself is gimmick infringement. Hunger Games. Hello. Um, but it just got me thinking. Is this the only way they can get recognized and impacted to accuse WWE girls of ripping them off? Hey, remember when Sienna was saying that Charlotte ripped her off? But hey, look at where Sienna is. She's in the Mae Young Classic. So I kind of thought that to be funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Kara Hogan, I like Kara Hogan, man. I mean, but you hardly... Okay. She's in Shine, too, so she's not just doing Impact Wrestling. Diamante, they even hardly have a wrestle. Um, There's no baby faces on this damn roster. There's fucking... And there's like three or four baby faces. There's Alicia, there's Allie, there's Kara Hogan, there's Rebel, and that's about it. Everybody else is heels. You hardly ever see Ty Valkyrie. Uh, Tessa Blanchard is still involved there, but yeah, this... The division kind of now is just meh for them because everybody else wanted to go to the Mae Young Classic. <laughs> I mean, the other thing was um, Ember Moon's been wrestling, what, like eight years longer than Kiara Hogan? 
I'll tell you right now. Uh, Kiara Hogan's her debut was April 2nd, 2015. So Kiara yeah. Hogan has been wrestling for three years. And I'll tell you right now, Ember Moon has been wrestling for, uh, what, what is your guess? Eight 11. Years? 11 years. Yeah, there you go. You see it, 2007. So she's been doing this a lot longer than Kiara. <laughs> so, Kiara, you lose. You lose. Uh, also, nice Alundra Blades attire. <clears throat> yeah. Enough said. Yeah. So, I, and I hate this, and I don't want to be like that because I like Kiara Hogan. I think she's a sweetheart, but I'm like, Kiara, you lose. Okay. She is, for someone who, like, Ember Moon has been trained by the likes of Booker T and Rodney Mack and all these people. And you've just been doing this for three years. I'm just like, okay, that's nice. Who who trained Kiara Hogan? Oh my god, I gotta look now. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Kiara Hogan was trained by. I think. Oh, I know who trained her. Are you ready? Uh, is it somebody we know? Mister Effin Hughes. Oh yeah, yes, I remember now. Mister Fucking Hughes. Mister Fucking Hughes. Uh, another one, gimmick infringement, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> taught her everything he knows. <laughs> oh, taught her everything she knows. But yeah, I saw that, and I'm just like, whatever. Whatever. Uh, oh my god. But yeah, that's that's really all it was. It was kind of like whatever. I mean, to be honest, I thought Raw was kind of okay this week. Yeah. Um... Could have done without Roman and Baron Corbin going for so long. I mean, I know we complain the matches are short on Raw, but this one really, really dragged out. First, to be honest with you, I thought it was actually an okay match. You know, they gave those guys time, but and I think, good. It took Roman Reigns, okay? Big dog, unstoppable, <laughs> kicks out of everything. It took him 19 minutes to beat Baron Corbin. You mean that? That's Constable Baron Corbin. Do Con- you Constable know Baron Corbin. A.K.A. James not, Murray from uh, Impractical Jokers. Do you not understand the Constable Baron Corbin, the dastardly Constable Baron Corbin who had to have Finn Balor, who he said, I'm not afraid of a little guy, but yet he ran away from the little guy because, you know, hey, what are you doing out here? I'm trying to wrestle. Superman punch, spear, one, two, three. And I thought the vest, the, the waistcoat gave him superpowers. <laughs> but, yeah. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, I see. I also okay. put out a tweet there. I'm like, imagine being as creative and as popular and um, talented as Finn Balor and being responsible for probably the most famous faction in decades. Mm-hmm. And you're feuding with a guy in a suit for three months because he thinks you're short. And he's five foot eleven. He's not mm-hmm. short. Okay, so. By the way, what is your height, Daz? 5'8", 5'8", 5'9", so... Okay, so... I'm 5'10", 5'11". I'm the Satan height as Finn Balor. So that would be like Baron Corbin feuding with me for three months. And calling me <laughs> yeah, a little just guy. just because you're 5'11". Yes, and that would be like Baron Corbin making fun of me for being a little guy. And I'm a pretty tall dude, so it, it really makes no sense. It's really not that small when you think about it. It's only a couple of inches away from six feet. It's not. So it is. It's pretty dumb, and I don't want to see Finn and Barrett at, excuse me, at SummerSlam again. But yeah. we're gonna see it again, hopefully for the last time. <sighs> because let's also reiterate, no mm-hmm. former Universal Champion has ever had every match. <laughs> Finn never got his. 
Kevin Owens Kevin has gone Owens over 500 days without his. Goldberg never got his. Yeah. And if Roman wins, I dread to think. I hope, actually, I hope they stick to the standard if Roman wins and Brock doesn't get a rematch. Uh, but apparently he had a meeting with Vince this week to work with both WWE and UFC. And everybody's just like, go away. We don't need you anymore. I still stand by when we do it next week that I could see Brock wins and then Braun kills him. So long or as, I like... Yeah, so long as Braun or Kevin Owens leave SummerSlam with the title, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, and or I could see Butcher's idea of, you know, Kevin Owens wins. And I think Butcher said that he thinks that Paul Heyman is going to go align with Kevin Owens. Yeah, and it, and it does make sense. It just seems it too obvious to me. That's yeah, but, and I like Kevin Owens this week. I thought his promo was great. Yeah. And then Braun, Braun turning over the stage was funny. <laughs> it's another week. What can Braun flip over this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's talking him up like, Jinder, you're going to do it again. Jinder, Shanti, yes, you're my guru. You're going to go in there and beat, Braun, and beat Braun again, which he did, technically speaking, but then he got killed. And, of course, we got to throw the contract to the to the uh, Singh brother, but, the, again, poor, poor the Singh brother gets killed. <laughs> Forced to Neil. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had the ongoing saga again with Sasha and Bailey and the Riot Squad. Ruby Riot is back. Uh, yeah, that was a nice return. Um, makes a change to see somebody return that isn't announced. Well, speaking of someone returning, there's talk that Dean Ambrose is coming back real soon, so I could see oh. a scenario where that will lead to Dean and Seth versus Drew and Dolph. You know what? That bugged me yesterday because they trolled the hell out of the fans. With Dean Ambrose. I mean, they even mentioned him for the first time since he got injured. When they put up the match graphic for Seth against... Um, shit, who was he against? The, the B-team? No, not the B-team. Oh, uh, Ziggler and McIntyre. Well, I was thinking to myself, wait a minute. Jason Jordan's cleared. Why not bring back Jason Jordan? Yeah, it was just the fact that Michael Cole pointed out. Well, we know it's not going to be Ambrose because he's injured. Well, why you mention Dean Ambrose? Huh? You haven't Which, mentioned Dean uh, Ambrose for months. Which automatically, you would assume that that means that Dean's going to come back at SummerSlam. Yeah, and then they blocked Roman to set it up even more. Yeah. Oh, and it was so funny because a photo came out this week. It was 2012 and 2018 because Tyler Breeze tried to be Seth's partner, and then here comes Roman. And what somebody pointed out was in 2012 in FCW, Roman Reigns and Tyler Breeze were the FCW Tag Team Champions. <laughs> and then friggin' Roman treats him like a joke, like, nah, I got this. I achieved more than you. <laughs> I like Tyler Through no fault of his own. It's not, and I like Tyler Breeze. What someone I think you like even more this week now is Bobby Roode because he beat Mojo Rawley. Yeah. But again, Roode can do so much better. I know. Well, then he's after the match, you see him so happy. I told you, I said I was going to beat you, and I'm like, I still don't care. I'm sorry, Bobby, and I like you a lot, but I still don't care. Yeah, yeah, Bobby, you beat Mojo Rawley, dude. You know, you, you should be, like, at least IC or US title contention, mm -hmm. but nothing. Speaking of somebody who got beat, they got their win back this week as Razor beat Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did it pretty quick, too. It was, what, like three minutes? Yeah, he did the David Otunga spinebuster on him. Hmm. Uh, still... Not quite sure how it's going to end up because they didn't get off to a great start um, in this feud, the Office of Pain. It just seemed weird that they had 
Um, Titus Worldwide are making them their bitches. Daz, it's going to be your pre-show match. The... It is going to be the pre-show match, of course it is. Well, look at this. This is ties into. You know how many matches are on SummerSlam right now? Well, I don't want to think about it. I already know it's going to be seven hours. I know, but yeah, how many are, we, are, are we at least eleven? Yep, eleven exactly, oh, spot geez. on. Well, is Cedric and Gulak going to get the pre-show spot too? Uh, see, I remember WrestleMania seventeen mm-hmm. was eleven matches, and they managed yep. to fit that into. I think it was just shy of four hours. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be seven hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of them, either or two of them, will be on the pre-show. I can tell you right now, we're probably going to get the the authors of pain and Titus Worldwide again. Yeah. Um, you uh, usually with pre-show matches, it's pretty against what you think is going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. usually we can predict the main card pretty pretty spot on. But whenever we predict the pre-show, it's always wrong. Because they always well, do the opposite of what we think they're going to do. It's funny, because you know what the pay-per-view is right after SummerSlam? Uh, wait, is it September? Backlash? No. Hell in no. a Cell. Hell in a Cell. I thought that was October. I thought so, too, but it says Hell in a Cell is going to be on September 16th <sighs> this year in San Antonio, Texas. Stop moving pay-per-views around. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a SmackDown pay-per-view. Oh, I thought they were all dual branded now. Oh, I don't know. Oh no, that's <laughs> that's last year. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was last year. My fault. Yeah, now they're all dual branded. I was looking at last year's. Was I mean, my fault. I can understand why because there's only people from Raw on a SummerSlam poster. I mean, whatever. But yeah, yeah, no, it's dual branded. You're right, dude. It's yeah. just I'm, I'm. You know, it's so confusing because they switch shit up like every oh, whatever. Yeah. We're gonna do this. But, it's groundbreaking. Then we're gonna do the opposite. And this is groundbreaking. No, you're just backtracking. Well, yeah, I guess they had to move because um, Evolution's going to be in October. Oh, right, and yeah. So it's like, yeah. But I get it. Um, speaking of something that you wouldn't want to get, what'd you think about, you know, uh, the B team are fighting the Revival and then Matt and Bray are on their respective corners? I have one thing to say first before we digest a match. What? What the fuck did they do to the music? B team, go, go, go. What? Oh. What? Vince, what the hell are you smoking? Reminded me of the Spirit Squad. Yeah, but why would you change that music? It was a good song. This rebel harness. Derp, derp, derp. I don't even know the words, but it was good. Battle Scars was awesome. Everybody loved it. Yeah, Rebel Hearts, um, Johnny Wrestling. No, it was like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and what was it? What was the words? It was these battle scars. Derp, derp, uh, that's, derp. Yeah, that's something. all I know. Derp, derp, something, derp, 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 derp. <laughs> Battle scars, rebel heart. You know what I meant? Yeah. So it was these battle scars, and that was a great song. And then they just switched it to B team, go, go, go. I mean, are they supposed to be faces or heels? Uh, they're you're gonna probably gonna be baby faces. That's what I thought. I thought they were baby faces or at least tweeners. Um, they were yeah. getting over. So why yeah, going, why why change it? They're going towards the babyface route, but I'm like, and a match that you would think is going to be on SummerSlam is going to be on next week's Raw. We got Axel and uh, Bo defending against Hardy and Wyatt in the Revival in a triple threat tag match. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing we're going to get two on two at SummerSlam, but I don't know which team's going to be 
taken out of the storyline. I'm guessing the revival because it's been all about the other two teams. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool when the lights went out and then Matt and Bray were there in the, city, the exact same positions. Tell you what was cool because we mentioned the women before. Speaking of someone who got beat up, how about Alicia Fox main eventing Monday Night Raw, man? It was kind of weird. Uh, not <laughs> not just because Alicia Fox main evented Raw because I'm sure she's done it before in like a tag match or something, mm-hmm. but it it didn't feel like a main event. Like before and after the match, it kind of felt like it was it should have been placed in the middle of the show and they didn't quite know how to end it. Did you get the same you know feeling? Oh, yeah. You know what the thing is, too, though? It's just the fact that it was to showcase Ronda as being, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Ronda's a draw. Uh, mm. Whether people agree with that or not, she is. But it, I, I just felt, it just felt weird. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe keep Ronda off the mic, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick your friggin' Alexa. I'm going to kick your ass, man. I'm going to kick your ass. Doesn't matter how hard you hold on to that title. At SummerSlam, it's mine. Mine. Uh, well, we mentioned the Jinder Braun thing. The other, only other thing I think we didn't mention was so we're gonna have. Oh God, if this ends up on the pre-show, I'm gonna be pissed. The ongoing saga between Bobby Lashley and Elias. Oh yeah. Um. So, Bobby Lashley goes from getting screwed out of a match with Brock mm-hmm. because he beat Roman for nothing to singing Rock and Robin. Mm-hmm. Kind of badly. Mm-hmm. And now he's feuding. I mean, I've got nothing against Elias, but I don't see how it's going to get Bobby over. Well, they did have him beat him up his first night back, so I guess they're playing off that now. Mm. No, it's the same with Bobby, uh, Bobby Roode. I just think he could be doing better. I agree. And I'm sorry if we're kind of eh on this, but as soon as you brought up Raw, I'm just kind of like eh because I hate to say it. I mean, this was not the go-home show for SummerSlam, but this week's Raw was just all in all. Uh, you know my favorite term. It was meh. Hmm. And somehow it um it managed to get a bigger rating than SmackDown, which oh, which, which isn't really unusual, but SmackDown is always the better show, so it makes no sense. Oh, uh, the other thing we forgot to mention, Paul Heyman. What you think about him crying? Yes. Uh, Paul Heyman acted his ass off mm-hmm. and if I wasn't so skeptical anyway I probably would have bought into it me too I mean it's nice to see him do something different other than standing in the ring with Brock and cutting the same promo even though he's a he's a microphone god um, it's, it is always the same promo when Brock comes out with Heyman so it's it's nice to see him do a little something a little different and maybe a little weakness in Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah. And I personally, I thought he did what he needed to do. It's Paul Heyman, you know what I'm saying? So just to see him besides doing, like you mentioned, the hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, to see him do that was pretty cool. <laughs> I love. Uh, have you got your eye on anybody else? Who's going to replace Brock Lesnar? Who's going to replace Brock <laughs> Why would you even ask me that question? <laughs> What is wrong with you, Renee? <laughs> oh, he should have come back with, let me ask you a question. Where's Dean Ambrose? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, then you'll, well, that'll bring me back to bad memories because I, I hate to say this and it could have been better. Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania sucked a dick. It did, and we all looked forward to it so much because we know, uh, 
we know what Brock's like, Brock's an animal. But we also know Dean Ambrose has got a really hardcore background, and they announced a hardcore match. You yeah, because you're thinking CZW, like, you know, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, CZW, yeah. hello. But then, no, Brock just treated it like a, yeah. Lazy. He didn't do shit. He was lazy. Um, I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be ultra-violent CZW stuff because it's still PG. Yeah. But I ex- we all expected a little bit more than, what was it, a chair, and that was about it. That was about it. And just he threw him around yeah. at five, one, two, three. Yes. Dean, you deserve better. You did. And I hate to say it, but Roman, you've deserved better too. Just go away, Brock. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I got no problem with Roman Reigns. I think the fact that he's there, it's just I think the problem is that people, you know, they feel he gets shoved down the throats. But personally, I'd rather have him over Brock because, well, at least Roman's there each and every week and works hard. Absolutely, and has to be said, the last two weeks, Roman's um, promos and stuff have been A+. I loved exactly. it last week when he just cheap-shotted Baron Corbin. Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved that whole thing about it. I thought it was... I thought it, You know what? I got no problem with it. I know people will, but I got no problem with it. Roman Reigns doing the damn thing. And speaking of someone who's doing the damn thing, they did the thing after NXT this week where Aleister Black was found unconscious, so I'm guessing that's the way that they write him off. Yeah, what a shame. Um, uh, I... I hate seeing people get injured but i mean how many shows did they record in that in that one night um because they've had the same crowd for at least three weeks Oof. so uh, yeah black had the match with champer on that recording mm-hmm. he had the match with gargano this week so yeah just overworking i guess that's really what it comes down to, and he got hurt on the house show with Champa, so. Yeah, and I mean, it's probably going to be great to see Gargano and Champa again because they did just deliver gold every time. But do you the triple have someone... threat match would have been awesome. Well, yeah, do you have someone fill in Alistair Spider? or do you just have them do Gargano and Champa, which is what it looks like right now? It's just Gargano and Champa again. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt to just do Gargano and Champa because they haven't actually done it for the title yet. That is true. And then um, you can have Gargano win the title and do that whole thing. Yeah, but if you do replace Black, then I can't really see who's going to take the spot because we've already got EC3 and Velveteen Dream, um, Adam Cole and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nobody else really available to take the spot unless somebody works double duty. Exactly, but we shall see. And I'm going to tell you right now, after watching this week's NXT, you know who I want to see Cassius Ono fight? Who? Keith Lee. Oh, Keith Lee, yes. Do you know what? They both impressed me this week. Um, they did. Marcel Barthel as well. I think he'd be a great heel. You know, like the old La Resistance. <laughs> the foreign heel who's just uptight. Well, yeah. I like Rene Dupree, so yes, I could see like yeah, a little La Resistance there. I also loved it when he had him in the corner and just went, Nine! And kicked him in the face. Nine! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I yeah, thought that was, was great. Well, everybody had a great showcase. Marcel did. Uh, the guy who fought um, um, Cassius Ono, the uh, jiu-jitsu cat, was cool. Uh, Adrian Jaoud. Jaoud, like yes. Jaoud. Mm-hmm. He was good. I mean, yeah. I thought really everybody came off. They showcased Keith Lee, who's amazing. They showcased Cassius Ono. Nikki Cross did her thing this week against some girl named Amber Nova. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen Amber Nova on NXT before. 
Um, but yeah, Nicky Cross just is Nicky Cross. <laughs> you, you Comes out also, absolutely psychotic. You could also just say, you know, Amber Nova. You know, I know a little something about somebody named Amber Nova. Did you interview her? Yeah. Yes, I knew I recognized her. <laughs> just interviewed her like a couple days ago. <laughs> so. I'll be honest with you. I've seen Amber Nova on the independent scene. She's trained at the Team Vision jo- Dojo in uh, Florida. She's worked Impact, and she's wrestled the likes of Sue Young, Rosemary, Allie. Uh, I believe Sienna is also in there as well, who is in the Mae Young Classic. Uh, someone who was in Impact very briefly, Hanaya the Huntress, for those that remember Hanaya the Huntress. <laughs> uh, and it's gone. Yeah. Ava Story, who is also there, uh, who is also on NXT. Her real name is Brandy Lauren. So that girl's worked all over the Florida scene. And to see her against Nikki Cross was very cool. And to be honest with you, as soon as I saw Nikki Cross come out, I'm like, oh, she's going to get killed. And what happened? She got killed. I mean, Amber got some shots in, but Nikki Cross in the end, you know, did her thing. And that's someone that's great to put him in there because, number one, Nikki Cross is amazing. And number yeah. two, she's not a, she's not, you know, a prima donna. She'll work with everybody. Oh, yeah, I... I mean, Nikki's got a very unique style, <clears throat> has to be said. But even though she's not like a traditional type of wrestler, I've, I haven't seen her have a, have a bad match. No. And she's great here's at what the, she does. And here's the thing. Absolutely, she is. If they actually get Amber Nova, I mean, you have a unique gimmick there because the girl actually drives a 1973 Chevy. She knows about, you know, mechanic stuff. I mean, she's the daughter of a mechanic. So she's kind of like the Mona Lisa Vito of professional wrestling, like my, like my cousin Vinny. Would love the itself. reference. Love the movie. Yep. Very she's, underrated. Exactly. She's the Mona Lisa Vito of pro wrestling. It's an underrated movie despite the fact she won an Oscar. <laughs> it was, it's just so good yeah dude i could I, I could quote my cousin Vinny all day that was such a good movie and the thing is i showed you i mean speaking of movies i mean looking at zeus you know zeus is available for booking <laughs> so hey what a coincidence yes we talk about zeus suddenly everybody's talking about zeus i'm just saying man why are you all up in my grills <laughs> i'm just here to see my girl <laughs> here to see my girl <laughs> no, 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 Tidy. You're here to enable and give her drugs. I'm just here to see my girl. You know, Mary Carey. You know what I'm saying? I'm just up in here trying to say hello. What's going on? Like, why are you trying to kick me out? Because you're an enabler. You know who I want to like... see in the same room? Who? Tiny Lister and Tony Atlas. Oh, oh, Tiny. <laughs> What's going on, Zeus? <laughs> you know, me and The Rock couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Why are you all up on my grill? Why are you all up on my grill, Tony? I'm just coming here to just say what's up to my people. You know Hogan, you know Savage, you know. We got some unfinished business. It's no holds barred, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's a big no-no. That's a big no-no. Oh, no. What in the world? Who's saying all this? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with him? The fuck is... What is wrong with him? <laughs> I mean, hopefully he got some sense. What you want? <laughs> Oh, Tony, we love you. We do. <laughs> well, that legit was his Hall of Fame speech. I could, yeah. I'd like to thank everyone for coming out. Me and The Rock couldn't have done it without you. Because, you know, him and Rocky Johnson were the first ever African-American tag team champions. Me and The Rock yeah. couldn't have done it without you. 
Um, so the, the only other match that took place at NXT, which we knew the results about last week because we went through the list of participants for the Mae Young Classic, which of course was uh, Tainara County defeating Vanessa Bourne. I like okay. what I see. I do. You know what's funny about it? Because you know how... All right. Uh, this is me plugging myself, but this kind of ties into what we're doing with the main interview. So I mentioned Amber Nova. I also interviewed Zeta. And you know what's funny about it? You know Tainara Conti was in the inaugural Mayon Classic, same with Zeta? Yeah. You know she wanted... They're real good friends, and they wanted to do like a tag team with each other, but the problem was Zeta was a babyface and she was a heel. And it makes sense because they're both got that jujitsu, you know, martial arts background. Hmm. Well, it wouldn't be the first face heel tag team in Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. Well, I mean, that's true. That's very true. But I'm just saying, like, you know, that. but they didn't think about that. No. Notice how someone who actually watches the, like, like us fans who watch the thing, we think about that. And it's like, oh, it makes sense. So I'm just saying. Uh, also, Mark Merrill Sable. They were, Mark they were a couple, Sable. one was a face, one was a heel. Exactly, but yeah. No, I'm just saying. Some things that people notice, but they don't go on. But yeah, I digress. Tainara <laughs> Conti and Vanessa Boyne had a great match, and Tainara Conti's going to be back in the Mae Young Classic, which is cool. I don't even know what that move was that she hit her with, but it looked very uh, very impactful. It's the, the thing. The thing. <laughs> you know, that twisting side slam where it looked like she dropped on her neck, but she protected her. Good. Good, good, good. And Black and Gargano was amazing, and Ciampa coming in, and just the whole brawl was excellent. Oh, yeah, the brawl was fantastic at the end. Um, William Regal came out. We haven't, mm-hmm. we haven't actually seen him in the arena for, oh, God, I don't know how long, months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he looked great. Delivered he great. Did. Thank Look you, Regal. Thank you, Regal. Even though the match but, isn't yeah. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I really did enjoy NXT, but once he announced the three, I'm like, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I and I want to see it happen. That's why I was disappointed. Uh, as far as anything else this week, 205 was fine. I mean, we just highlighted the fact that we're going to get Leo Rush and Akira Tozawa next week. We're going to get Cedric and Jack Gallagher. Uh, we saw the whole thing where uh, Hideo Itami and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, speaking of someone overworked himself, he passes out after his match, and here comes Drake Maverick. Can somebody get a doctor? Mustafa, are you okay? Do you know what year it is? And the guy is directly saying 2018. So, yes, he know what he knows what year it is. It's just the fact that he's tired, and he's out of it. He's overworked himself. So they played that up. Uh, we're gonna. They did the whole thing where we're going to get more of Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy against the Lucha House Party. Uh, they did the whole thing where we're going to get more of um, uh, TJP and Noam Dar because we had to play up Noam Dar's knee injury. And he fought Sean Maluda, who has also been on NXT and the Cruiserweight thing. So, yeah, they built up what they need to build up, and we built up Cedric and Drew Gulak, which I'm looking forward to. Nice. And um, Hideo Itami against Mustafa Ali. Yeah, it was amazing. It was That was a really good match. Uh, okay, so we completely skipped over SmackDown. Oh. <laughs> well, we got into NXT, and I got all happy. And I'm, I'm sorry. And I really am trying to be like, you know, talk about it, but I'm just like, that Raw kind of like, it kind of, I don't know why, man, but it drains me. Like, I'm trying to watch Raw, and I'm trying to be like, you know what, this is cool, get to see Ronda Rousey, you know, make her debut and dominate, but I'm just, the whole thing was just kind of like, meh. And I don't want to be like that, but I'm just saying. And then NXT makes me happy. And then, you know, 205 was solid. And SmackDown, I got to say, did you enjoy the show? Because I thought it was solid, too. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed SmackDown. Um, a hell of a lot more than Raw. Oh, well, Randy Orton doing his best. Okay, 
He pretty uh, much the same promo it, that yes. he done weeks ago. Exactly, yes. Exactly. Same promo two weeks in a row. And I really hope that last line isn't his new catchphrase because it's long as shit. What, that he's RKO? Yeah, like when he goes, uh, what did he say? Oh, that, uh, you know, you're going to find out the three deadliest letters and what they are. You could call me the legend killer. Yeah, that's it. Call, you can yeah. call me the viper, you can call me this, but the only thing you need to call me is RKO. Dude, and I, I thought I'm not a bad guy, I'm not a good guy was a long catchphrase. <laughs> that's friggin' even worse. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah. I mean, whatever. And what the hell is this? Randy Orton even ain't on the car. They're doing Nakamura and Jeff. Yeah. Surely we should be getting Jeff versus Randy Orton. Or something. Or add Orton to the match. But no, we're just getting I mean, Nakamura and Jeff. Dude, there was a dark match after 205, which was Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles defeating Randy Orton and Samoa Joe. So, that... That's two feuds combined, so why are we still getting Jeff against Shinsuke instead of Jeff versus Randy Orton? I don't it, it get makes it. no sense. It makes no sense. However, well, our yes. truth was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to beat Carmella. Whoa, no, 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 truth, no, whoa, we can't do that. We can't do no, that. No, no, true, true. I ain't getting in a ring with Renee. <laughs> then Nakamura speaks a Japanese. Wow, I never heard such a thing in my life. <laughs> Forget Carmella. I want to fight Shinsuke tonight. So I did a Twitter search to see if anybody had translated it, and apparently what Nakamura said to him wasn't really that offensive. What did he say? He said, um, you should only sleep talk after you fall asleep. So basically, you're talking nonsense. Okay. That, well, that's pretty I much like, what he said. Well, Ty Dillinger's line was the best, no speak Japanese. Yeah. Well, I never. What did he say? I can't repeat it in public, but the no match with Carmella's off. No speak Japanese. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, the match was it was fine. Our truth got some uh, got some shots in. It was good. He actually looked all right. But then Kinshasa one two three. Yeah. Um. I mean, we didn't expect any different. But man, Truth absolutely kills it with comedy. Well, Rusev also forgave Aiden English, but then Aiden English tries to come to the rescue, but Lana loses again to Zelina Vega. But they did tell him to stay backstage. They did. You stay here. Um, yeah. And Lana just keeps losing that Russian accent each and every week. Yeah. <laughs> Until she has to say, Rusev. Until she, that, that is the only time she says the Russian accent. <laughs> Rusev. By the way, you know, I think it's a good idea. Rusev, if you just stay back here. Rusev, that's it. All she just says is Rusev. <laughs> Everything else she talks normally. Aiden, you know, I think it's best if you stay back here. So, yeah. She's um... definitely losing that accent each and every week until she says Rusev. I mean, it made no sense that she was carrying on the, with the Russian accent anyway because they were showing clips of her in Total Divas using her Californian accent. Okay. <sighs> you know she annoyed me on that show, right? Um, I can guess so because I haven't indulged in it whatsoever. The man can't even have a nice car in Rusev because they're, they, I know they're going to get married and they had to have that circus wedding, which was ridiculous, but yeah. she's complaining that the man can't have a nice car. He rents the car. Leave him alone. The man just wants to drive a car and be happy. You're going to get married on the beach, so shut up. And number two, she's getting into a fight with Carmella and saying she said something when she didn't say something, and then Carmella got all up in her grill. Why are you all up in my grill? <laughs> and, then number, <laughs> and then number three, Renee Young 
she was going to call the cops on her for having fun and being loud. I'm like, it's summer, and your ass wants to go to sleep, and she's just trying to have a good time. I'll be honest with you. A lot of people go to sleep and have other people have a good time. Just shut your door. Or just shut shut the windows or something. You don't have to call the cops on Renee Young for just trying to have some fun. Yeah, especially with Dean Ambrose around. Don't well, call Don't call the cops. Don't call the cops when Dean Ambrose is around, yes. But no, nah, I mean, just, yeah, Lana can be annoying. But the match with Zelina Vega just shows me why Zelina Vega is the better athlete. And I'm not saying Lana is not working hard and trying to get better, but the fact that, you know, they're doing this, well, they had Lana as the best, Lana number one chant. Yeah. But I'm just saying, she still sucks in the ring. You see, I've never really had a problem with Lana in the ring. I mean, she's not great, but I've seen... Far worse. Eva Marie. Eva Marie, yeah. Eva Marie. And I like Eva Marie for sticking up for pro wrestling, but as far as pro wrestling goes, she sucked at it. Oh, God, she was awful. She was so fucking bad. (sighs) Give her a chance. This is like trying to hold water on a piece of paper. It's just going to rip. Brian Kendrick did his best to try and train her, but she still sucked. Yeah. And and Brian Kendrick trained a lot of people. Oh yeah, dude. But I'm just like, Eva Marie is not the best at what she does. No, just uh, stick to modeling and just stick yeah. to modeling. Speaking of someone who should not stick to modeling, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch beating the Iconics. I feel bad for the Iconics. I mean, I feel bad for most people that come up from NXT and just get squashed. But um, I mean, they did what they needed to do, and obviously we've seen the. The rift between Charlotte and Becky, which is justified in my opinion. Would you like to see the the spotlight? Would you like to see the thing where uh, Charlotte wins the title and beats Carmella, and then Becky and just goes apeshit on her and turns heel? No, because I don't think Charlotte needs another title. I don't want to see it either, but I could see them going in the direction where Charlotte gets the win, and and they have that, oh, tea time, we're best friends. We're not Sasha and Bailey, like they said this week, taking a shot at their four horsemen gals. Um, but and then I could see a fact where Be- Becky goes apeshit on Charlotte, and then we have a Becky-Charlotte feud for the title where Becky's the heel. And that's the thing. We've just literally just got this Sasha and Bailey feud on Raw. And now they're I don't doing need to see the same thing on SmackDown. I'd rather just see... Becky win the championship. Charlotte congratulates her. You know, best woman won and just walk away. I would love to see that, but you know that they're not going to do that. No, they're just going to recycle Raw. Or they could do the whole thing where Carmella beats Charlotte three times because, you know, she beat Charlotte three times. And then Becky could say, Hey, you didn't pin me. I didn't lose twice. Twice. So (laughs) that'll set up (laughs) Becky winning it at WWE uh, Evolution. Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if they swerved us again and brought James Ellsworth back again. No, just I think he's done, thank God. Uh, we thought he was done last time, though. Oh, I know, but I think this time is for good because I think they're doing a lot of these intergender women's matches for the intergender title again with him. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, like I said, with NXT guys coming up, I feel sorry for them because they just get squashed. You know what Asuka was doing this week? What was Asuka doing this week, man? She was in the freaking dark match. What Asuka doing in the dark match, man? Oh, her and Naomi beat um Mandy and Sonya. But you've got Asuka in the freaking dark match. They really have no idea what the hell they're doing with her. Oh, they, they've already ruined the girl. Unfortunately. It's that damn James Ellsworth. That's what it is. 
damn James Ellsworth and that damn Buckteeth motherfucker behind the production truck and that damn senile motherfucker calling the shots. Easy there, Cornet. Well, that goddamn son of a bitch. Goddamn son of a bitch, Bucky Beef Tattoo motherfucker. Double cheeseburger, gonna go on Dairy Queen. I'm I'm just angry. You are? I want something I to too. ask her. I am too. I want to see, I think she should have won the title, but no, they didn't give her the title. Nakamura has a title, and Nakamura's awesome. But no, you had to ruin poor Asuka. The last time that we saw her on TV, she beat Billy Kay. But then again, everybody beats the Iconics. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, that was another thing that um, surfaced. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but if it was last week, we forgot to mention it. Um, somebody apparently has pointed out that the last time there was uh, a women's championship match on a pay-per-view in WWE mm-hmm. without a blonde woman was AJ Lee versus Paige in 2014. And I was just like, well, what about Nia Jackson and Ronda Rousey? Because I know Ronda is a natural blonde, but she's not a blonde anymore. She's definitely darker. I saw you post that in RWT. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, Nia and Ronda would count. Thank you. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Oh, I found out who the Bludgeon Brothers fought and who they beat, by the way. Yeah, those three guys. 3SK. What the hell is a 3SK? Uh, Did you hear them make the joke of Sterling Keenan? And I laughed my ass off when they said that. <laughs> they freaking just buried Corey Grace. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. Um, Corey also called out one of them with, uh, what was it, a Roman Reigns starter kit? Yeah, Roman Reigns starter <laughs> kit. One of them said they're taking a page out of Sterling Keenan's playbook, which I'm like, hello, Corey's right there. Wow. Shut up, Saxton. Hey, shut up, Saxton. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but yeah, it was fine for what it needed to be. Uh, what did you think about the promo AJ Styles got on Samoa Joe? You made this personal, Joe. Um, I loved Samoa Joe's promo last week, and mm-hmm. I can't fault AJ's promo this week. He did a pretty good job. AJ's he's kind of touch and go when it comes to promos. Sometimes he's okay, sometimes he's meh, but yeah, he was really good on the promo this week. Did Samoa Joe have, like, a black eye where he was watching that? Yeah, I, I noticed that. Who the hell clocked Samoa Joe? I think it was AJ's wife. Oh, God, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, did AJ, like, clock him on house shows and give him a shiner? Like, what the hell happened? Mm. But Daniel Bryan and The Miz was awesome. He unexpectedly attacked him on the set of Miz and Mrs. Yeah, um, I want to see more fired up Daniel Bryan. I don't, I don't really want to see all happy, smiley, you know. Daniel Bryan's got some aggression in him. Let it out. And kick his fucking head in. Kick his fucking head in, man. I mean, you know what it is? I think Daniel Bryan and The Miz, we've seen it so many times, but I know it's going to be really good, and I like to see Daniel Bryan get his comeuppance on uh, The Miz. Um, I think this was a complaint about Daniel Bryan in his last run before he retired and everything, that he he wasn't vicious enough. He was too squeaky clean. And people wanted more Brian Danielson. Well, you're kind of getting it now. Um, yeah, man. I really, really, really am enjoying it. You know, I've I've been a Daniel Bryan fan since the Ring of Honor days. I'll be honest with you. My first ever Ring of Honor show that I went to on Long Island at Sports Plus, that was actually the night when he beat James Gibson, a.k.a. Jamie Noble, for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So that's how I got introduced to uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. Nice. Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble, boy. But, yeah, I mean... 
I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And speaking of something I was looking forward to, what would you think about the New Day and the bar having that great match this week? Oh, man, we complain about Charlotte getting too many title shots. And oh, the New Day. Getting too many title shots. <laughs> the New Day. <sighs> well, look, think of it this way. Their, their first ever reign of being the longest reigning tag champs started at SummerSlam. So they're going to say, can they be the five-time tag champs and beat the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do like New Day. Um, but, yeah, I think the bar should have had it more. We've already seen New Day feud with the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, and also, where the hell are the Usos? I don't know where the Usos are. Are the Usos going to feud with Sanity again? Yeah, where's Sanity as well? <laughs> yeah, like, where's Sanity? Where's the Usos? Where is everybody? But hey, Bludgeon Brothers and New Day, so we shall see. Yeah, um, um, but it is good to see the bar back. Agree. I'll take it to the end. What's up, everybody? This is Mike Larkin, the host of the Pop Culture History Podcast. Tune in as I take you through the history of pop music. Check it out on SoundCloud, MC Larkin92. Get ready to have fun and shake your tail feather. I'm out, everybody. Peace. Into Crazy by From Ashes to New Taken from their new album The Future, which is one of the theme songs for next week's Promo Slam 3 on August 18th, where Mike will be defending the Knowledge Championship. We'll be talking NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and SummerSlam, plus we will announce participants for the upcoming Promo Climax. Oh, this since we did cover all the cards, do we? you want to cover another card that, you know, is coming very, very soon? Is it an impact one? No. <laughs> I mean, I, there might probably be some news, but no, not impact. Okay, what is it? Dude, September 1st, we got all in. Oh, yeah, we're still, like, what, nearly a month away. Um, well, nine matches on the show. And that's not going to go seven hours. Okay, well, you <laughs> want to know what the matches are that they've announced? Uh, so I know we've got Okada and Marty Skrull. Yep. Um. Yeah. Shit. Uh Yeah. The rest of them have just completely. My mind's gone blank. All right. Are you ready? But I know they're all killer matches. So yeah, hit me. Okada versus Marty Skrull. Uh, Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes for the oh, NWA gosh, title. Yes. Joey Janela goes one on one with Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito versus the Golden Elite, the Young Bucks, and Kota Ibushi. Christopher Daniels goes one-on-one with Stephen Amell. Yeah. 
I did see that. Um, Daniel said he's going to cancel Arrow. He's going to cancel Arrow. <laughs> yes. The Briscoe brothers in tag team action against SoCal Uncensored, the team of Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Nice. The over-budget Battle Royal, a 15-person Battle Royale, to determine the number one contender for the Ring of Honor world title. The over-budget Battle Royale. <laughs> Jay Lethal will fight the winner of the over-budget Battle Royale for the Ring of Honor title. And we have a fatal four-way matchup featuring Madison Rain, Britt Baker, and for those who don't know, Britt Baker is married to one Adam Cole, baby. Chelsea Green and Tessa Blanchard. It's uh, it's Ashley Rain now. Okay. <laughs> you want me to just spoil it, don't you? <laughs> you know she loses in the first round to Mercedes Martinez. Sorry, people. Spoiler alert. But she loses in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, people. Spoiler alert, people. But yeah, because you, in a way, you kind of knew it in a way. Because if she's doing all in, then how is she going to keep doing the May Young class? Yeah, she's also from Impact, so you should be used to uh, Madison Rain spoilers. Wow. <laughs> Shots were fired. I wasn't even going to go that bad, but man, you just threw them under the bus. I thought <laughs> I was bad. Goddamn. But yeah, so those are the matches that are announced for All In so far. And personally, the Christopher Daniels one makes me laugh because you reminded me of that promo where he said he's going to cancel Arrow. <laughs> well, technically speaking, Amel is friends with Cody Rhodes, number one. And number two, it's not like they fought each other at SummerSlam that one year. No. It's not like we had that as an Arrow. Yeah, right? And it's not like they're homies. So, I mean, hey. So, it should be pretty funny. And personally, I can actually see a scenario where Stephen Amell wins. And also, uh, I don't want to be that guy, but will he, won't he, CM Punk? Oh, God. I mean, Cody's already said he's not going to be there. But surely, if he was going to be there, that's exactly what Cody would say. Exactly. Oh, they have the announced participants so far announced for the over-the-budget Battle Royale. And do you know who's in the match so far? Christ, if you're over-budget, Brock Lesnar's got to be in there. Jordan, wow. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Grace, who was on the independent circuit, a very talented female wrestler. Though that's the one who's like compares herself to Scott Steiner with her muscles and shit. Oh, we've got females in the Battle Royale. Yes, that's one female. Oh. Uh, Moose well, is I, in the Battle Then I hope a certain Taylor Hendricks isn't in it. Oh, wait a minute. Not after winner faces Jay Lethal. Okay, first of all, that is so uncalled for. But number two, fuck Taylor Hendricks, okay? I'm sorry. But out of the woodwork, you just say, oh, Jay Lethal wanted me to do this, and I'm standing up for myself. Get the fuck out of here, Taylor. <laughs> There's no butcher this week, so someone's got to be the heel. <laughs> I know. So Jordan Grace, Moose, is also in that battle royal. Mm-hmm. Rocky Romero. Colt Cabana, and Ethan Page. And for those that don't know who Ethan Page is, a.k.a. Chandler Park, who was on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So that's who's in the over-the-budget Battle Royale so far. Oh, so so far, that's a fatal four-way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so that's all in. So how many is in it altogether? 50? Did you say? Uh, 15. 15. Gee, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes me feel a little better. We're getting into WWE territory. We're going to have 50 people. So the first hour of it, the event will include Zero Hour, which is an hour-long pre-show airing on WGN America, which I get. It's on um, channel where I am in Myrtle Beach. Uh, it's on Channel 5. 
Okay. Um, so I'm pretty I much our that. only option in the UK is to just buy it on uh, Fight. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So you, it's on the Fight app or Fight? Is it Fight TV or the Fight app? Yeah, Fight TV. Okay, thank Fight. you. Fight TV. Fight with Fight. Without, TV. without the GH and with an E. F I T E. Okay. Thank you. So <laughs> that's J A Oh my god. I was gonna say because you know we get the WGN America, but do you guys have like a similar channel to WGN America in the UK? I doubt it. Okay, because let me see. Because I, you know what, you know what used to have WGN America. You know what wrestling show used to be on there? Well, it wasn't Impact. No, Superstar. <laughs> oh, Superstars. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. So it's forty dollars. Is it up forty bucks on pay per view? Something like that. Uh, well, either way, I, I um converted it to thirty pound UK. Okay. I mean, it's kind of worth it. Yeah. I mean, I'm gotta be honest. In me, I'm kind of annoyed that it's not going to be on NJPW World, but I know. <laughs> well, you know what the oh, sponsor it's, it's, um, is? It's also going to be on the uh, the Ring of Honor. Um, oh, the Honor Club, thing, right? Honor yeah. Club, yeah. You know who's the sponsor of All In? Uh, no. Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, yeah, of course. They're doing the meet and greet the day before with mm-hmm. TM Punk. So, yeah. 10,000 people coming all in. Let's do it. Including uh, one lucky guy who Cody Rose decided to be a good Samaritan to. Okay. People could say what they want about Cody Rhodes. That was great. But that that was just excellent. That was just spectacular. I mean, come on. The dude couldn't afford it. He's like, yo, we got you, man. Yeah, send me your PayPal. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, that was that was great. I mean, really. And personally, I think we're going to have Cody. You know Cody's taking the belt. Ah, I really hope so. You know, the, the guy that Cody sent the money to, I just pictured his exact reaction was, have you seen the video of the... the the older gentleman who gets a pair of flash up. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, get out of town. Are you what? <laughs> what? Uh, good old Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> good old Cody Rhodes, man. Uh, I mean, uh, what other news can I say? Because, I mean, like I said, it's been kind of a slow week. We mentioned yeah. the Alistair Black uh, injury, obviously, is the big one. We talked pretty much every show. I mean, the only other thing I could say is friggin' well, and as we're recording this, Impact Wrestling is on tonight, and the only match I know that's on there is Alicia Edwards makes her in-ring return against Tessa Blanchard. We're gonna see uh, Matt Seidel, I think, is in action. I forgot who he's fighting, but yeah, whatever. Uh, we're also gonna see, <laughs> and I don't mean to say whatever, but I'm just like, I know Matt Seidel's fighting somebody. Oh, Austin Aries versus Eddie Edwards for the Ring of, uh, Ring of Honor. The Impact World Heavyweight Championship. I'm sorry, because people, I know Impact fans, I know you want to erase it, but the first time that I saw Austin Aries and Eddie Edwards wrestle was Ring of Honor. The first time they wrestled was in November 2006 in Ring of Honor. Okay? Stop it. All right? I know you want to erase that from, from your memories, but it happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Aries yeah, yeah. Let's just forget Austin Aries was a two-time ROH World Champion. Let's just forget that he ended Samoa Joe's reign as Ring of Honor World Champion. Let's just forget all of that. Yeah. Because, you know, he's basically an impact guy. No, the fuck he's not. Also, enjoy your kale. Um... Enjoy your kale. Yes. 
I'm sorry, but the only one that really stuck up for him was Allie. And, of course, well, here's the thing about Allie. Allie's not as bad as Austin Aries about her being a vegan. But, yeah. you know, Allie's very, you know, she's she's made it aware that she's a vegan. But she doesn't push her agenda on everybody and say, hey, everybody, did you know about this? And look at me. I wrote a book. Fuck yourself. Fuck you and your book. How about that? I've just become tiny, tiny listed. Why are you all up in my grill? Why are you all up in my grill? I'm just trying to see my grill. I'm just here to eat some steak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's been a slow week, but um, there has been another story that's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, it's a good job Butcher's not here because he'd be, he'd be raging right now as soon as I mention that name. Um, he's got some kind of major announcement coming up in, is it October? Yes. Um, and it, he's teasing like an NWO maybe. Uh, Hulk, stop. No. Don't don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> as much as I love the NWO, please don't go there. Also, it seems every single week now we're going to get rumors that Hulk Hogan's going to be on TV tonight. No, no. He wasn't at Extreme Rules. He wasn't on Raw the night after. He wasn't on Raw last week. He just... Eventually, they're going to be right, and that's how dirt cheats operate. They just keep fucking recycling the same rumor. Hulk Hogan's uh, spotted backstage. So what? Doesn't mean he's going to be on the show. Oh, okay. Here's something I can mention. So in October, as we know, mm -hmm. it's going to be Evolution. Yeah. There's going to be Bound for Glory <laughs> at the Melrose Ballroom. <laughs> And I don't mean to laugh, because it's Queens, and I got my peoples in Queens. I do, I do. But I'm just like, the Melrose Ballroom. Okay. <laughs> Not the Hammerstein Ballroom, but the Melrose Ballroom. And it's a nice event, but I'm like, okay. Uh, MLW is also going to be in the Melrose Ballroom, Ballroom October 4th, and, and the Impact fans have been coming out. Oh, Rich Swan got a concussion at MLW. Do you really want to see your Impact Wrestling guys work the MLW show? Because, well, hello, most of the guys who are in Impact Wrestle on MLW, and it's not like MLW, who's only been back for a couple months now, is still outshining, you know, good old Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, do you see the point of like, oh, you know, they got to be careful because, you know, one of our talents got hurt there and Rich Swan got concussed and, you know, they're going to be working MLW before Impact. So, yeah. Mm. Which I'm just like, you know, accidents do happen. So, I mean, it's not like he got concussed on purpose. So, you know, accidents do happen. Yes. Um, so Evolution and BFG are two weeks apart. Yeah, October 14th and then October 28th for that and we're getting the big announcement for evolution we're gonna get the may young classic final yeah which the tournament doesn't start until the fifth on the network so it's right after all in we'll see the tournament so pretty much what you're telling me is we're gonna see madison rain on all in on september 1st and we're gonna see her on may young classic on september 5th losing in the first round yeah um uh, and did you see the commentary team i think they announced it today renee young uh beth phoenix and michael cole michael fucking cole and more Ronaldo is doing the bracketology. What? They put Michael Cole instead of Moro. <sighs> I know you wanted to rant. Go ahead. I'm not going to rant. I'm just uh, anxious to see what Michael Cole's going to do for three hours when he can't yell, The big dog! The big dog just coming to claim his yard. You know who should be the commentary team for Evolution? Well, I'm happy Renee Young's on it. Yes. Uh, it should just be Renee and Beth doing doing Evolution. I mean, if there has to be three, then 
Who's Mora? that good? Oh, I'm thinking of another female. That would be good. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Lita? Yeah. Trish? Um, Lita's done commentary before. Oh, I got it. Who can't wrestle anymore? Paige. Paige, Renee Young, and Beth Phoenix. Hmm, conflict of interest, though. Well, I mean, my main... They're not really... Uh, wait, are the Raw and SmackDown titles going to be... Yes, they are. So, yes, it would be a bit of a conflict of interest with to have the GM on commentary. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something. I'm thinking of something on the fly here, okay? But, yeah, no. Lita would work. Um, How about... Trish. Go ahead. Molly Holly. Oh, that's... A... That's a good one because Molly yeah. is, is a veteran and hello or Medusa. Hello. Hello. Molly, Holly or Medusa or Ivory. Ivory went in. Ivory somebody. Oh, Ivory can definitely talk. <laughs> oh, we know that. dude. I mean, I still remember. Do you remember back in 2004, 2005 uh, Sunday mornings watching the WWE experience with Ivory and Todd Grisham? Yep. What did Hell, you think? Of I remember uh, Excess with uh, Trish and was it Coach originally? Yeah, Trish and Coach, yeah. <laughs> well, did you like the WWE experience when they did that? It was a yeah. recap show. Thing. I mean, uh, Todd Grisham never annoyed me or anything. I, I kind of liked him. I mean, Josh Matthews used to host the bottom oh, line. God. You never... <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, screw Josh Matthews. I know you're not a fan. No, not a fan. Not a fan. And you can say it if you want. It's no problem. Why, why, why does Josh Matthews annoy you? His voice. I can't remember how I described it once, but it's like he's constantly taking in breath. All right. And then he when, he, when, he tries to, when he tries to get louder, it's like he's running out of breath immediately. And Eddie Edwards! And I... yeah. yeah, so he kind of like <laughs> outward, right? Yeah. Um, but speaking of Ivory, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anybody inducted into the Hall of Fame and be as genuinely excited about it as Ivory was. Oh, she definitely was, dude. I mean, come on. She deserves it. She was in the original Glow. She's put a lot of years into the WWE, so, I mean, she very well deserved it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Lita Trish uh, are allegedly being lined up to actually compete at Evolution. Which well, I'd be happy with. I mean, we, we saw um, Royal Rumble. Trish can definitely still go. A lot of people want to see Trish versus Sasha Banks. Uh, yeah. But again, or are we going to get Trish versus Lita one more time? I'd be happy with that because, yeah, Sasha's uh, not that interesting anymore. Sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I used to be a big Sasha fan, but I'm just like, every, now she's like, meh. I, I could live without her. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> no offense. <clears throat> You're just really hyping people up. I'm done burying just, people this week. You're burying people. You thought I was bad I'm last week. I'm channeling the butcher. You are. We are, man. I mean, a butcher is an influence on both of us. <laughs> He's a bad influence. Doom. 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 Don't, don't. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my god. No, why? Why did you have to do that? Now that's going to get in my head that. You know, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You know, um, 
Christopher yeah. Daniels actually DM'd me at that time when um, they got bad influence together because I just put something like, it reminds me of uh, Christopher Daniels dancing in that entrance reminded me of the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted. And, you know, when he's dancing Chris, on stage at the end and Chris yes. Daniels went, uh, he said something like, stop lying, you know it's the greatest entrance ever. He DM'd you this. Yeah, I don't think he... he I don't know if he does anymore, but yeah, I don't think he liked um, directly replying to people back then because it clogged up Twitter feeds, so he preferred to DM people re- responses. Christopher Daniels is awesome. Yeah, he's considerate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, if Bill and Ted Free comes along and they can't get William Sadler, I don't know why they wouldn't do, but if they need a replacement for the Grim Reaper, Chris Daniels is your man. There he is. You dance with the Reaper. You dance with the Reaper. I mean, I'm not sure if you can do the accent, but still. Um, so, yeah, let's get back to Evolution, because we've got five matches so far. For Evolution? Yeah. What? There's the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, the UK Women's Championship, and the Mae Young Classic Final. And every match is TBA versus TBA, TBA versus TBA. TBA versus TBA, TBA versus TBA, TBD versus TBD. Those I are the matches. I didn't even know there were five matches, technically. So we're going to have a match for... All championships are on the line. All championships. Ooh. i got to be honest with you. After looking at this lineup, depending on who we get, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, who would have thought WWE would have four women's championships at one point? Oh, yeah. I would have never thought it, because we always had the... You know, the Divas and the Women's Championship, and then it became the SmackDown and the Raw Women's Championship. And then when NXT got introduced, I was very happy to see it. And now the UK one I'm looking forward to. And I know, I think if you've seen the spoilers, Dakota Kai looks to be going into the UK brand, which I'm fine with that. Because, and again, international talent. She's, I think she would be wasted just on the NXT brand itself, just being that, you know, because she just did the few with Lacey Evans. And she's just kind of like the Bailey hopeful, like we mentioned. But yeah, I think her on the UK brand would be great. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so that is October 24th. All right. Um, October 28th, sorry. So... Wait, what the hell is Super Showdown? Hold on. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. October 6th in Australia is WWE Super Showdown. Oh, is that the one that has... Yeah, the Triple H and the Undertaker is October 6th. From down under. That's right. I forgot about that. So we have... So before Evolution, we have WWE Super Showdown with The Undertaker versus Triple H. Like, you know, remember when we had, like, you know, this is the end of an era match, we're never going to see this again? Well, fuck that, we're going to see it again. (laughs) Uh, That's the only match announced so far. Yeah, that's it. Just Taker and and Triple H. Maybe it'll just be them two for four hours. Stop it. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even. Don't even. The first hour will just be the entrances. Don't even. Don't. <laughs> okay, you know what the capacity crowd is for this um, arena that they're in, the Melbourne Cricket Ground? Uh, ah, no, but I'm going to take a guess. Okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm probably way overestimating, but 50,000? Capacity for the Melbourne Cricket Ground, also known simply as the G. The G, okay. <laughs> also known as the G. I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, 100,024. Oh, I was way off. You were way off. Uh, yeah, record attendance. Uh, yeah, one 100,024. Um, 
wow. So that's with a pitch too. So if you add in with a field, sorry. So if you add in, you know, ringside seats, we're Jesus. We're looking at 120, 130,000. Yep. Shit. There'll be a lot of people there. And they're all going to be sat in their seats, not walking around with their backs to the freaking ring. No disrespect to Saudi Arabia, but come sit the fuck down. Come the fuck on it, sit the fuck down. You've got sofas at ringside. Sit the fuck down. This is definitely going to be better than the Greatest Royal Rumble. Hopefully. Yeah. Even if it is Triple H and Undertaker again. Again. I mean, we know Triple H can still go. No disrespect to the Undertaker, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, just just retire, please. And I saw. I thought him and Rusev had an okay casket match at the Greatest Royal Rumble, but I'm like, can you just retire, please? See, I, I honestly have no memory of the casket match, and I, I, I know I watched it, but I, I know have I no memory it. of it. You really didn't miss much, and yeah, you know we didn't miss much if you can't remember it. So, if yeah, if I can't remember a single thing from an Undertaker match, then something went wrong. And he, I'm sorry, but he's not the same Undertaker as he was. His last match was at WrestleMania, and that was two minutes. Yeah. Damn. All right, uh, so that's all. That's all the events coming. We've also got, um, of course, the G One Supercard coming up next year in MSG. Obviously, nothing announced for that yet. I have only one thing to say to that. Is it fuck you, Impact? That's a part of it, but let, <laughs> let me make my point. For the Impact fans that want to shit on New Japan and say fuck New Japan and fuck Ring of Honor. Impact, you wish you could run Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought Vince almost put a block on the uh, New Japan ROH. They're definitely going to put a block on Impact. Impact wishes that they could do that. And what's funny about it is they did the Hammerstein Ballroom. You know when Impact did the Hammerstein Ballroom? Uh, 2014? Exactly. Exactly four years ago they did that. And where are they now? Doing a show at AML. And Canadian bingo halls. Canadian and, and Canadian nightclubs. Which is a nice venue. I gotta say, the Rebel Complex is a very nice venue, but I'm just like, Canada. That's all you guys can do is Canada. Is it, is oh. it cheaper or something? I don't know, man. But hey, well, and also, well, Ed, Ed the Owl is from Canada. So yeah. basically, most, most of them is, you know, Canada. So. Whatever. They, uh, they did announce, well, they did announce that tickets... For the October 14th Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory pay-per-view at the Melrose Ballroom in Long Island City, Queens, New York, Astoria, will officially go on sale on Saturday, August 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern. So pretty much it's going on the same day as one of your one-night-only shows. Um, Even when I was a regular Impact viewer, I mm -hmm. never watched one-night-onlys. You never watched the one-night-onlys? No, I didn't see the point in them. They were just glorified house shows. For 15 bucks on yeah. paper. I'll be honest with you. You know how many one-night-onlys I ordered? None. One? One. Was it at least twice? One? Oh, twice. Twice. One or two. That, that's it. One or two. Well, I mean, we got really... them free, and I still didn't watch them. You lucky son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it just, it's really, like, I'm not spending 15 bucks on this. And that's why people, I think, are suckers, because I'm cheap, man. 
10 bucks a month for that, and ROH Honor Club is cheap, but then people go, oh, what about the GWN? The GWN, yes, it's eight ninety nine, but you don't get pay-per-views on the GWN. You still have to, excuse me, you still have to pay 40 fucking bucks for a pay-per-view. That's stupid. And I'm not paying 40 bucks for Slammiversary. You know what I did? I went onto a little site called WatchWrestling.Uno. <laughs> Wrestling's best kept secret. First of all, I'm going to admit it. I've admitted it before. Hey, so, <laughs> how do you think I watch Raw and SmackDown every single week? I ain't paying £40 a month for Sky Sports. And if Brock Lesnar leaves SummerSlam with the title, that's how I'm going to be watching pay-per-views as well, because I ain't paying for the network anymore. You could just admit that we defy authority. It's okay. Well, we defy WWE damn straight. <laughs> yes. The only thing I'm proud to pay for is New Japan World. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, G1 Climax Final will be this Sunday. Didn't. Um, I've kind of lost track of the rankings, so, I mean, what are the points looking like at the minute? Oh, God, I'll come back. Uh, so, <laughs> G1, <laughs> what is it, just the G1 Climax, right? Yeah. Right, hold on. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten, like, close to it, too. Wait a minute. Ah, hold on, I'm caught. There we go. Uh, well, Block A, Hiroshi Tanahashi has 14 points. Jay White has 12. Uh, Okada has 12. Evil has 8. Minoru Suzuki has eight. Michael Elgin has six. Hangman Page has six. Bad Luck Fale has six. Fuck him. Togi <laughs> Makabe has four. Yoshihachi has four. Uh, Toriano has four. Juice Robinson has four. Tamataga has six. Hiroki Goto has six. Sonata and Ishii have eight. Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Bushi have ten. And Omega and Naito have twelve. Right. So... Favorites would be... Tanahashi, Jay White, Okada, Kenny Omega, and Naito, to nobody's surprise. No. Uh, so, well, if Kenny Omega wins, is that well, who does that mean he's going to fight at uh, Wrestle Kingdom? Nobody? He gets to choose his opponent. And oh, he gets to choose hinted, the opponent. He's already hinted it'll be Tamatango he chooses. Oh, okay. Which would be so, great. By the way, what do you think about that cease and desist on Tamatango? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just for the Twitter stuff, but then I saw that he grabbed some guy by the throat. Okay. <laughs> Who did he grab by the throat? First of all, what what in your mind possesses you to want to go after that man, number one? And number two, I legit thought it was the Roman Reigns stuff, too, because, well, I mean, he's just mocking him. He's having, like, a dig at him, but he's not really, like, you know, like... Saying harsh shit, he's just being like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, Roman Reigns, how you doing? Like, hey, Cole Cabana, how are you? No, he's just doing like that. But why did he grab somebody by the throat? I think he was just being a heel. <laughs> and he just, <laughs> wait a minute. What, 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 it was just him being a heel and he just put his hand around someone's throat? Or what the hell happened? Um, was on, yeah, on the way out of the ring, on the way backstage. He just uh, put his hand on somebody's throat? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long as he didn't squeeze it, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only guy I've seen him, I've seen him be really like whoa uh, with on Twitter was the first guy that called him out for a fight. You know, the uh, I don't even remember his name. The guy that pretty much. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. an nobody anyway, so who cares? And Tongue's like, go fuck yourself, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, I'll come and beat you up and stuff. You're just a fucking pussy. Yeah, that that Tamatonga. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why pick a fight with Tamatonga? 
Yeah, why would you do that? Uh, so, I'm going to just throw out a prediction for the G1 and okay. go with Jay White. All right. He's in As the top looking, five right now. He is. Uh, I think Kenny Omega and Jay White would be a great match. Yeah. Um, out of this, so who's it? Who, who who's like the favorites to win right now? It's Tanahashi, Jay White, Naito, and Omega. And Okada, they're the top and five. Okada. They're the top five. And right, I'm gonna etch out Okada. Naito, I think he's still got unfinished business with Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi, he's a legend. I gotta, I gotta get out of Tanahashi on that. And I'm sorry, but I think <laughs> I don't think it's gonna the, be Tanahashi. The Japanese John Cena. That's why he's got the most points. Easy, easy. The man's a legend. <laughs> easy. Yeah, but everybody refers to him as the John Cena of New Japan. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> you know what it is? I just like the go, 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 ace, go. So I think that gets me. I think that's cool. Uh, yeah, dude, the, the only good one here is Jay White. I think for a heel perspective. And, well, there's history there because Jay White beat Kenny Omega for the U.S. title. Yeah. So... Why not have him them fight for the IWGP World Heavyweights Championship at Wrestle Kingdom and Omega beats him back? Yeah, see, that's how I look at. Um, I can't really call how long they're gonna let Kenny run with the championship because obviously Okada had a record-breaking run. Was it seven hundred days? Well, just seven hundred days. Yeah. Uh, I can't see Omega getting a run that long, but I, I'm not sure really how short it's gonna be. I don't. Really see him taking off from at Wrestle Kingdom. So which one do you like better? The scenario of that Jay White wins and he'll fight Omega, or Omega wins the tournament and he chooses Tamatanga? I don't think Omega Tamatanga needs the championship. That's more personal. Mm. Uh, whereas Jay White has just come out of nowhere and just elevated straight to the top. So I think a main event in Wrestle Kingdom would be a good move for him. I mean, and he had a great match with Tanahashi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship uh, at this past one, so I think he's come a long way. Yeah. Um, so just below the top five, they're only two mm -hmm. points behind the both on ten, Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. Don't see either of them winning. Mm, no. Uh, I mean, hang on. at the time of recording, we've got... Tomorrow and Saturday, and then we've got the finals, so... Uh, the only people, really, that can't come back from it are... Togi Makabe, Juice Robinson, Yoshihashi, and Toriyano, because they're all on four. So they're not going to... There's no way they can get enough points to get in, in the final. I mean, Juice Robinson can roll the motherfucker up, but I still don't see him, you know. He can roll the <laughs> motherfucker up. Roll the motherfucker up. You know what it is, too, man? Who do you have Juice Robinson fight if they have Jay White win? Who do you have him fight for the U.S. title? Uh, you know what? He had a great match with Tamatonga. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. So you want to see him roll a motherfucker up in that when we're the motherfucking firing squad? That's what you want to see? You want to see battles of the motherfucking firing squad and a roll a motherfucker up? So what would happen if Tamatonga won the U.S. championship? Oh, I don't know. Besides the fact that, you know, fuck him, and we're the fire and squad. Yeah, Fale, what do you think? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> are, are, you're going to buy I, that shirt. Yeah. I also love the fact that um, 
Butcher and Amir are using the fuck'em logo for the cutting room. I saw that. I'm not sure that. <laughs> uh, well, are you going to buy that shirt? Um, fuck em. Meh, why not? <laughs> I mean, you did have, you know, Dazgard. You had your own drone, so why not have a fuck'em t-shirt? You know what? I did have the, uh, when I was 14, I had the fuck fear drink beer t-shirt that Stone Cold had. All right. So, I'm no stranger to uh, profanity on wrestling t-shirts. First and foremost, you lucky SOB. Also and number remember, remember John Cena also had a, a risky oh, one? Fuck, oh, Rock Fuels. Rock yeah, Fuels. Rock Fuels. <laughs> I would just like to say, my mom, God love her, being the great parent that she was, I love those t-shirts. But I did not have those t-shirts. My mom would not. My mom did not like the whole fuck fear thing and the whole ruck fuels because she's like, I, I know what that means. I know what it says. Like you could you could go out and put ruck fuels and mix up the words. I know what it says. Yeah. But yeah, my mom was not a fan of that. Oh, what was the one that Car- Carlito had? Was it like, uh, do you spit or swallow? And my mom's like, no, you're not yeah. that shirt. No, no. <laughs> it's not school appropriate. You can't be wearing do you spit or swallow to school. No. And I wore a lot of wrestling shirts to school, but yeah, do you spit or swallow would not go over well. But it's an apple, and he, you know, you know, Carlito, yeah. he spits apples. That's the song remains. We also uh, got in trouble for DX t-shirts back in the day. Oh, man. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, the DX shirts. Yeah, just, you can't, you can't wear a suck it to school. It's like that Bob Costas interview. Do you find it, do, Vince, do you find it to be, you know, 10, you know, 10 year olds are saying suck it and blah. He's like, well, when those guys come on, it's the nine o'clock hour and those kids should be in bed. So Vince brought up a great point, but Bob Costas <laughs> kept coming at him like, Vince, what is wrong with you? And then Vince put his finger in his face and that still is one of the most iconic interviews ever. <laughs> Just Vince going apeshit because he had a point. Or he said, number two, you could change the channel. But no, Bob Costas constantly had to drill him. It, uh, yeah, it was TV 14. They shouldn't have been watching. Yeah, so he technically had a point. Uh, okay, so um, speaking of climaxes. Whoa. I can't believe I just said that. I was uh, about to, <laughs> to go down a very, very wrong road. So, Pornhub, um, I mean, okay. Porn- <laughs> uh, right, we mentioned the promo climax is coming up. Uh, so, if you are a follower of the Max Racing Interactive Group, or RWT, you will have seen that the Max Racing Promo Championship returns this November at Promo Series 3. And the Promo Climax Tournament will begin in two weeks to determine the new champion. And spots are available, people. Uh... So far, we have, of course, the Butcher. Because, why not? Of course, the Butcher's going to be in it. He was he was the original promo champion. And we also have, wait for it, the return of Dave Burnham, who is also going to be at Promo Slam 3 next week. Emir has thrown his name in the, in the hat. Uh, Moni Lin from RWT will be competing. And... The most recent person to join as of this morning was Tony Kirkendall. So those are the first five. And I'm kind of hoping Tony and the Butcher get drawn first. Uh, They're they're a dysfunctional tag team these days, people. 
So, uh, if you think you can pick up the mic and cut like a machete, get in touch with us, or indeed with Amir on RWT, you know where to find us at in UK. And as we said, Promo Slam 3 comes your way next week, August 18th, with the pre-show on the 17th, as Mike defends an Alice Championship, and we'll be talking NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and SummerSlam. I'd also like to say, I really would like some competition. I want competition. I want competition. I really would. I mean, I really would. So if anybody from our next wrestling group or RWT wants a shot at the champ, I take all comers. Yes. And, well, that's it for this week. You can catch me at Dazzy MWP. The Butcher is available at 6ix9ine Butcher, also on the cutting room. Also, you're guaranteed to catch him every day on RWT. Uh, just make sure you catch him on a good day. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you have for the listeners this week? Well, I have my announcements. There will be a TalkingWrestling.com website coming and uh S&M Show podcast website coming as well, showing all our works and linking together. So websites are coming on the, in, the, in the horizon. Nice. Uh, SM Show 1 or MCL92 on the Twitter. Uh, RWT, Future is Now. You can check that out each and every week on YouTube, on the RWT page and Facebook and RWT Podcast Twitter. Uh, you could check out SoundCloud MC Larkin 92 for all audios from myself and Steve. We, we just recorded an episode last night, 64 episodes in. As I'm trying to record this, the goddamn lawnmower is going. I hear you. So I'm trying to do a I'm world-class tra- fucking podcast, world-class podcast with Sam fucking Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Steve is actually you know recording. What? We don't do soundbites on this show anymore, but I am going to get that Stone Cold soundbite for any time we get interrupted. Oh, please do. Please do. As I was saying, <laughs> at SF Show Order at Epstone 92 on the Twitter, MC Larkin 92 on SoundCloud, new Steve and Mike show is out right now, 64 episodes in. We made the announcement there that the website's coming. So you guys can check out that episode. Um, more pop culture shows. I'm going to have guests. Uh, more interviews are coming soon, which please stay tuned because I have more on the horizon. And just, yeah, just stay tuned to everything. And RWT, the future is now. Check it out each and every week. I covered this week's great NXT and a very solid 205. I'm already seven episodes in. So next week is episode eight. So you'll be hearing me talking about Cedric Alexander versus Jack Gallagher and Akira Tozawa versus Leo Rush again on 205. And on NXT, you'll hear me talk about Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah, the Street Prophets against the Mighty, which oh god, that Street Talk segment was just cringe this week. And it. we're, oh, I know, I know you probably did. I know you're <laughs> Street Prophets. So again, Street Prophets and the Mighty, Kyrie Sane and Aaliyah, and Tyler Bate versus Roderick Strong next week on NXT, which will be very good. And like I said, you know where to find us on social media at Max Racing UK. Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. Check out the website, maxwrestling.net. Bought and paid for, people. And we're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Join us next week for our next special Promo Slam free takeover and then SummerSlam predictions. More news on the relaunch of the Promo Championship. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce some more participants for you next week. And, as we said, Mike defends an Knowledge Championship. And Dave Burnham returns. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye, Mwah. and good night. Bang. Fuck em.
you kidding me?